0: I'd almost consider myself more of a boxer, boxer puncher, mm-hmm. but more nat- but more naturally, I like to brawl. I, I don't, I'm never, I'm, I'm not scared of a scared of a brawl at all. I mean, I came up, man, I came up on Rocky movies, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to get in there. And growing up, my, one of my favorite fighters was a Toro Gotti. so if yeah. if it got to go to a war, I have no problem doing it.
1: Hello, Minnesota boxing fans, and welcome to another episode of the Minnesota Fight Night Podcast. I'm Brian Johnson. My co host is Sean Strauss. Well, you just heard the voice of Tony Woods, a native of Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Woods is in a Twin Cities based 1 2 boxing LLC stable of fighters. His 75 fight amateur career includes state championships in 2013 and 2014. A two-time Olympic qualifying participant, Woods also won regional Golden Gloves championships in 2014, 2017, 2018, and 2019. At one point, he cracked USA Boxing's top 10 in the 165-pound weight class. Woods is now 6-0 in the punch-for-pay ranks after a recent hard-front win in Missouri. I hope you enjoy the interview. Well, hey, I'm pleased to be joined here by by Tony Woods, great uh, up and coming boxer, undefeated 6-0 professional record. And um, Tony, uh, thanks for being on the podcast.
0: Thanks for having me, man. Glad to be here.
1: Yeah. So I was wondering if you could just maybe introduce yourself a little bit to uh, fans here who who might not be familiar with your story. Uh, Just gave you a very brief intro there. And I know you just had a big fight, a big win on Friday night. Congrats yeah. to that. It sounds like it was a heck of a Thank fun. you. Thank you. So, um, yeah, we'll talk about that later. But I was wondering if you could just maybe introduce yourself and uh, talk a little bit about uh, how you got into boxing and where you're from and that kind of thing.
0: Oh man, uh, my name is Tony Woods. I'm uh, from Cedar Rapids, Iowa. I've been boxing since I was uh, nine years old. Um, and I've loved boxing from as far as I can remember, man. So, I've been boxing a long time. I think I've been in the sport 15 years total now. Wow. So, long time, man. I have four-time Golden Glove champion, or Iowa State Golden Glove champion, uh, 2018 National Golden Glove runner-up, or not runner-up, but semifinalist. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, once I was ranked uh, 2015. I was ranked ninth in the nation at 165 in the USA. So, nice. been around, man.
1: Nice. Well, you mentioned that you're from, uh, from Iowa and we'll, we'll make you an honorary Minnesotan here for the uh, purpose of the being on a Minnesota fight night podcast. Oh,
0: yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: I, I know, uh, I, I know that you're uh part of Eric Kinderockers table of fighters and, um, I was one, two boxing. yeah, one, two boxing. Absolutely. Um, can you talk a little bit about how you got hooked up with Eric?
0: So, uh, yeah, I got hooked up with Eric through uh, another good buddy of mine, like a big brother to me, he grew up, came up in the uh, amateur circuit together, uh, Cruz Stewart. Oh, sure. So Eric actually signed Cruz Stewart in 2018 and turned him pro. And uh, just being interested, just, just meeting Cruz and being around Cruz, uh, Cruz was able to introduce me to Eric and Eric, you know what I'm saying, seeing my resume and was interested in turning me pro. So that's how we got linked up.
1: Great. How's that working out for you so far?
0: Oh, man, great. Uh, everything Eric's done for me and One Two Box has done for me in my career to this point has been great, man. It's been a great business uh, opportunity for me, and my career has been blooming,
2: man. Um, Well, as far as, uh, you know, you mentioned Eric but and uh, Cruz Stewart, um, I guess two things. One, I know that you and Cruz have come up here and done sparring um, before, um, yeah. specifically with Truax this last uh, – yeah camp yep. uh, before the plant fight um mm-hmm. but just in general uh, how many times would you say you've come up and uh sparred up here and you know which uh fighters have you done i mean sparring with was other than truax any other minnesota notables or uh i've so i've been up there i think a total of five five times
0: i've sparred with uh nick compton mm-hmm. Uh, True Axe, I sparred with uh, Nate. I can't think of his last name. I think he's pretty pretty well-known fighter up there. I think he's an MMA guy. Uh, Derry Jones, he was, a, he was a good amateur up there I sparred with. I think that's it for Minnesota guys
2: I have sparred with up there. Yeah, Compton just lost a close fight,
0: yeah, unfortunately. I heard, um, I
2: heard that. But it sounds like he's hopping right back in there and switching gears, and I think he's got an MMA fight coming up yeah um, i think i've seen that he's yes. staying busy i've seen that on there yeah man, he, he's a tough fighter
1: man he's a tough guy yeah didn't compton fight evander Holyfield's son he did yeah evan holyfield yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah vander holyfield is one of my favorites from back yeah, he's in good days. man he's he's great man. he's one of the greats yeah yeah talking about a comeback too i guess on the old timer circuit yeah, yeah he really wants that tyson fight yeah, he <laughs> um, he, he's been, yeah he's been talking about it a
0: lot man he's a Posting stuff about it, and trying to press Tyson into it. We'll see if it happens, though. I'll be surprised.
1: Yeah, yeah we'll see. We'll see. So why? Uh, so like, like we said before, you had a great fight. It sounds like on Friday night. Um, Bruce, yeah, it was a good you know, scrap. Yeah. Tell. Congrats on that. Tell us a little Thank bit man. about that fight, and you know what went down on Friday night. Sounds like you're in there against a really tough guy.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, so. I mean, this is probably the toughest guy. Well, not probably. This hands down is the toughest guy I've been there with yet. He was tough, man. He came to fight, man. He he wasn't gonna fold. I mean, I, I landed some great shots on him, man. And he was able to he was able to kind of take me out of my game plan and what I originally wanted to do, man. So I had to go to war, man. I had to dig for this win, man. So it was. Uh, uh, I I was glad. Of, I was glad I put on a was able to put on a great performance for the crowd, and it was an exciting fight for them guys. I wasn't surprised. I I gave myself a D performance that night, but. We were able to get the job done, and at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Wow, you're pretty pretty hard on yourself. Yeah, man. I I I. It was strictly because I couldn't. Ex- I didn't execute the way that I knew. How, I I know I could have. Yeah. So I'm I'm always my biggest critic when it comes to fights. So mm-hmm. I was pretty critical on that. I was probably, I was pretty critical on that one of myself.
2: If I'm not mistaken, is isn't that last fight uh, oh my camera isn't that last fight that you just had uh, with Darian Weeks the only decision that you've had I mean you've yes. been finishing yeah. guys Yes our, that was the uh, first one was a referee technical decision but yeah it looks like the fights have not been going the distance so that was no. the the first no. one to go the distance and you get a split yeah. decision Yeah he was he was he was very
0: durable man he was very durable very strong he took some very he took some very very hard shots that a lot of guys wouldn't have been able to take
1: so that so, fight. I mean, was that. Hats off to him. Yeah, yeah. So was that fight in Missouri? Is that right?
0: Yes, yeah, it was in uh, Springville, Missouri. It was that a uh, the Stronger Men's Conference? Oh. It's a big conference they do, I guess, every year down there, and it was it was crazy, man. I mean, I I debuted on Showtime, and I think personally that the the presentation and everything to me was a
2: little felt a little higher than the Showtime did. Yeah, I was gonna ask about that. I I mean, the pictures. And uh, you know the stuff on social media looked really mm-hmm. sharp. Um, yeah, they, they they went all out, man. It was like they—I mean, I even
0: had my—I even had my own uh, like locker, little dressing area with refreshments. Wow. They had all sorts of stuff. They had the whole the whole nine for me, man. It was—they showed—they showed nothing but love up there, man. Who I was, was, I was it that was uh, coordinating all that? Do you know? Uh, John—I want to say his name was John Longneck. I think he's the court. He coordinated. I don't know who the promoter was. I think our Okay. Zach Cummings, I think, was the promoter. I'm not 100 percent sure on that, but I know. Long, I think, I, I want to say that John Long, that guy, he was the one who. Well, if they're got listening, kudos
2: in. to them because yeah, it looked oh, yeah. like a, the real deal. How, how about oh, yeah, the fans? It was great. Now you mentioned there was fans there. How many fans would you say were were in attendance? Oh, it was a Crowd, of four thousand plus, man. Oh wow. Yeah, it that was must huge. have felt nice. Yeah, it was it was
0: it was crazy, man. Most people I ever fought in front of. Sweet. Wow. Thought,
1: was yeah, that, that was nice. crazy. Was Weeks? Is that the guy you fought? Is that
2: his name? Yes. Darian, yeah.
1: Was he from Missouri? or? He uh, is, yeah. Is he, is he from Missouri? Him? I, I honestly yeah. didn't know too much about him, honestly.
2: Yeah, I just looked before we started the interview because I was curious, and I'm like, wow, split decision. You beat a hometown kid. You know, that's <laughs> that's awesome.
1: That's what I was oh, yeah. going to say. It's You know, it's not easy to get uh, a decision in a close fight in someone else's backyard, so kudos to the judges for Getting
0: yeah, it right. I guess first of all, I, that, but, I guess uh, I didn't even know that. I mean, I didn't. I when it comes, to, I, I let my team watch a lot of tape, a lot of stuff on my opponents, man. So I, I wouldn't have known. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's. Uh, I'm,
1: I'm glad they got it right, and I'm glad you came out on oh, yeah. top. So, oh
0: yeah. Oh Oh
1: yeah. Um, y- 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 y'all was afraid that someone was going to get home cooking there in their own backyard.
0: Uh, and so. No, man. I wasn't. I was. I knew. I, 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 I knew it was close. I knew it was close, going after at the, at, the, at the last bell, but I I knew I did enough. Yeah, I felt like I landed, I felt like I landed the cleaner shots. I I, I, yeah. I did. I didn't I felt. I knew. I, I knew I did enough to edge it.
1: Yeah, yeah, You know, I see his boxing record was like one and zero, but I but Eric was telling me he had like 20, 20 and four in MMA. So I mean, this guy. Yeah, he's
0: like. 20, yeah, he was like 20 and 20 and four in combat sports total. Right. 21 and four. So, I mean, he was, like I said, he was, he was a well rounded, well experienced guy. Man. He, he had been yeah. around definitely, definitely what just cause he was, I mean, don't let the one and no boxing record fool you. He was, he was tough. man. He was, he was just as tough as advertised. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, what was working for you there on Friday night? Your jabs, strong, good combinations. Uh, what, what worked for you? Yeah, I, I,
0: I, my jab man my jab my jab and when i when, when i was making sure my, when my punches were straight man they was i was landing i i i got suckered into a dog fight so i there were there was a lot of back and forth and brawling but when when i was keeping my punches straight and i was and i was and i was taking my time and i was setting up shots i was landing clean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the right hand to the body was working nice too i threw that shot a lot i was taking his wind out taking his wind with that shot that right hand to the body landed without fail
1: yeah, those body shots will do it. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, so you consider yourself more of a, a boxer versus a puncher, or kind of how would you I, how would you con- uh, rate yourself uh, stylistically?
0: I'd almost consider myself more of a boxer boxer puncher,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but more nat but more naturally I like to brawl. I, I don't. I've never, I'm never. I'm not scared of a scared of a brawl at all. I mean, I came up. me, I came up on Rocky movies, so. <laughs> i like to get in there and growing up my, one of my favorite fighters was a toro
2: gatti so if, yeah. if it got to go to a war i have no problem doing it i see on box rec tentatively it's listing a, a june fight for you in davenport um yep. right so it to sounds it. like you're gonna take a maybe a week off and then get right back to work huh
0: yep just like that just rest of a week take a nice week off enjoy let my body rest man and then right back to camp do you have an opponent
1: lined up yet for that June
0: nineteenth? Uh, I as far as I do not no, I
2: don't. It's not listed on Boxer, uh, but yeah, yeah, no, we
0: don't have a we don't have an opponent yet. I know, I know, I'm on, I'm I'm set to fight on there, but I don't have an opponent yet.
1: Well, I, I know it's kind of challenging to stay busy and you know during while well, we're still dealing with the pandemic and everything. But would you like to yeah. see yourself fighting like every couple months, or how how do you see that uh, playing out?
0: Uh, I've actually, I'm actually, I've actually been satisfied with how we're moving right now, but I mean, going forward, I mean, I, I just, I just mean, even off coming off this last fight, there's some stuff that there's, you know, there was, I finally was able to an opponent who was able to expose a couple things that I want to, I want to I wanna tighten up. So we'll fight in June
2: and then I'll talk to my team. We'll go back to the drawing board and see what we want to do going forward. I mean, it definitely looks like since turning pro you've been, uh gradually picking up the pace you know uh, you had the one fight mm-hmm. in 2019 two in 2020 and you've had three already now in yeah. 2021 which is a, more than a lot of fighters would have exactly. um, and exactly. then if you have that other fight in june um barring you know that you don't get hurt or cut or anything potentially mm-hmm. you could even have another fight for the end of year which is crazy <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know right. um, you'd have We're... a hell of a 2021
0: so yeah, which um, would be
2: nice man stay which healthy <laughs> yeah which would be nice like if,
0: I mean I, I, if, if, if it'd be a dream if we could get to 9-0 that'd be a dream but you're saying we, we, we worry about with the task in front of us right now man that's June six. that's
2: June 19th so we'll, we'll take yeah. care of business then and then we'll look forward there you go as far as other things that might potentially uh interfere I mean you know normally for most fighters uh you that aren't at the elite level yet you're normally working a day job too are you working you know keeping yourself busy outside of boxing oh yeah oh yeah right now it, it actually for this last fight it's kind of been nice we've been laid off it's been real
0: slow but i actually okay. um, i i work in uh, masonry that's oh, my day okay. job so i do uh i'm a mason, i'm a masonry tender so it's a little backbreaking but it keeps it keeps me keeps me shaped, keeps me mentally tough man so i do that during the day but it's kind of been nice we've been laid off so no one wants to build right now so it's i've been really, really been able to focus on boxing so that's been nice
1: they're building uh doing a lot of building up here in the Twin Cities that uh especially new homes and apartments are going like crazy. Maybe you can find work up here.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that that's the that's the plan, man, is, is trying to migrate up there, man. A little colder. Not my not my not not my my can of or really my my cup of tea, but uh
2: <laughs> it's, not not tea. <laughs> <laughs> it's not ours either.
0: Not
1: ours.
2: What we gotta at. do we gotta do.
1: I was looking at a, uh, you know, I didn't really know where Cedar Rapids was. You know, you think Iowa, well, they're right next to us, but that's a, like a five and a half hour drive, I guess, from the cities, I I understand. Yeah, you. yeah, it's, it's, it's four that. and a half. A yeah. It's not too far. I, I was going to say it'd be fun to uh, still go down there for a road trip or
2: something. Who knows? You know, if oh, out. yeah, man. It's nice, man.
1: Yeah.
0: I like Cedar Rapids. Hometown.
2: So this <laughs> yeah. uh, show in Davenport, um, I noticed you fought there before. Um, you know, two, at least two of your other pro fights. Um, mm-hmm. When you fought there previously, were uh, let's see. I mean, the one was in 2020. One was in 2021. Were there any fans allowed at that time? Or yes, both times. So both times, they were open. I think, so my first time I fought,
0: I think that's when I fought uh, Cheyenne Ziggler,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I think they had. I think it was. I think the limit was 600 fans. Okay. So we had 600 fans that time. I think that was one of the first shows that they really allowed fans in, actually. And then I fought there again just in February when I think we were at – I'm not exactly sure how many. I know we we were – it was a quite a bit of more fans that were able to come to that one, but okay. it was still pretty limited.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, hopefully by June there will be even more fans.
2: Then, huh?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. I mean, every with everything that's – it, Iowa's been real lax on the, on the COVID restrictions. So it's been, we've been, we've kind of been able to move around and do a lot more than like the bigger cities like Minnesota and a lot of other places. So hopefully we can, we can almost get to capacity coming in, uh coming June 19th.
2: Do you know what the uh, capacity is there at the uh, river at center?
0: At the river center? Uh, no, I actually couldn't tell you. I'm not sure. I figured it to be that place packed that 1500 maybe
1: mm-hmm. not exactly sure
0: though don't quote me
1: do you ever uh think about coming up here to the cities to fight someday we would love to have you here and oh yeah oh yeah that's, that's or something
0: oh yeah man that's that's near future they'd be loved i'd be i'd, I'd love to fight the armory man hopefully yeah. we set something up for that soon but uh i think uh the plan is to try to get try to get to the hinkley oh there you go sometimes that's a fun
1: that's a fun place too
0: Oh, yeah, it's very nice. I've been there a couple times for fights up there. I think, I think I've think i been there twice. I think I watched Cruz, Joe James, and Marlon fight there.
1: Okay. I think Marlon was on one of the first cards at the Armory after it reopened. Uh, they yep. had a ma- major renovation there, and it just turned it into a beautiful – it's one of those places that has the, the great history, but it's also a beautifully renovated facility too, so it's uh, really sweet. But I remember watching uh, – uh marlin there and uh, i think it was 2018 uh had, had a nice win at the armory so yeah
0: yeah i think that was that a was that a pvc card
1: yeah yeah exactly Undercard? Yep, on, yeah i uh, under was card of jamal james and abel Ramos, i think it was
0: okay yeah i know i know he if i know he had fought on a pvc card and i'm pretty sure that was the place yeah yeah yeah, it'd be nice, man. I've actually never been there, but I, I, yeah, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind finding there at all.
1: Yeah, we'd, we'd love to have you. So, what um, can you talk a little bit about your uh, team of trainers and folks you're working with on on the training end of things here, and um, kind of what what they bring to the table?
0: As of, oh, as of right now, I'm still training with my my original or with with. My original coaches from the amateurs, my last five years. So I got Coach Mike, Coach Randy. So they've been working with me since, uh, I want to say, 2016. Mm -hmm. 2016, man, they're really good guys, man. They motivate me. They push me. You know what I'm saying? They keep me honest. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, they're really good coaches, man. And then uh, I got – and then the times I come to Minnesota, you know, I train with – Rodriguez from time to time I've trained I worked with, I worked with some trainers up there Ludi. and man would work had a had chance to work with Tom a little bit so
2: I've had I've, I've had my fair share of trainers man so as far as your uh, long-term goals you know most uh most guys you know uh, would probably admit that your long-term goal is you want to be a champ you know oh yeah, um, oh, yeah. And have World one of those strikes day. um oh yeah if you had your pick of all the alphabet soup belts, you know, you got to do you have a favorite?
0: Oh yeah.
2: WBC all the
0: way. The
2: green belt. That green it's belt. Man, belt. I, I, yeah. So pretty, man. I,
0: I, I, that is, I will hold that belt someday. Mm. That that's my aspiration. I, I, I think it's the, I think it's the screensaver on the back of my phone. <laughs> I, <just> look <laughs> at that belt there. I look at that belt every day. It's, I, you know what I mean? It, Come, you know Aspiration to be a world champion. It, it do not matter what belt they give me a chance to 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 fight for. It. But sure. Sure. if I could pick, that'd be the belt.
1: Are there any? Do you have any favorite boxers that you like to watch? Or uh, just oh know. yeah,
0: uh, I watch a lot of fighters, man. I, I try to I, I, I try to watch I try to watch as much box as I can when I can. But uh, I think I watch a lot of like. I like, like Andre Ward's probably hands down my favorite fighter of all time. So I watch, I've watched a lot of Andre Ward. Um, I'm right now, right now I'm high on Canelo. He's phenomenal, man. To, to see how far he's came from. Who you got, him, him or uh, Billy Joe Saunders? Easily Canelo, man. Yeah,
1: Easily. I don't vote right against now,
0: Canelo. <laughs> Canelo right now is the
1: baddest. He's the baddest man throwing down right now. Uh, Canelo versus Caleb Plant. Uh, does a lot more for me than uh, Billy Joe Saunders, but. You know, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. See. I think really, I, I I respect
0: Billy Joe Saunders man. I think he's I think he's a very solid boxer. I
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, I haven't seen him fight a lot, so I I don't know as to how far to the extent of a boxer he is. Caleb Plant is nice man. I've I've, I've actually I've actually watched a lot of Caleb Plant. Very slick, very nice. My thing with Caleb Planto is 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 going to be the power end. I just don't think he has enough punch power to keep Canelo off. Him. Mm, yeah. You can't, I, you can't, you can't, you can't underestimate Canelo's boxing skill, man. His, his boxing, his defense has grown immensely throughout the year. So, on, on, on a technical level, I think Canelo can box with the best of them. I just, so I think I, I'm taking Canelo against all those guys.
2: Yeah, Saunders, southpaw, slick. He's going to be running for his life, I think, <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I think it's going to be seeking, destroying. Canelo's going to – he's going to stalk him down and break him down. Yeah, easily.
1: Yeah, I think Canelo's right up there, pound for pound. I don't know. It's close between him and Bud Crawford, but
0: – Yeah, Crawford's nice too, man. A lot of people <laughs> – it's it's it, it, it's it, it's hard to see Crawford not get the fights – To where to where he he earned the respect that he deserves, man. He's he I've always said there's there's two fighters I've seen that have an it factor. Now if you add Canelo three, but Floyd had it. I don't I I can't tell you what it is, but he had it. Like he just had that thing to where it didn't matter who he was who was in there with, he was gonna find a way to win. I feel like Crawford has that same thing. Crawford has been there with guys who are killers, and we sit and we as or not we but. Casual fans will say, oh, well, he ain't fought nobody. When these guys are Olympic gold, you know what I'm saying, past Olympic gold medalists, and he's destroyed these guys exactly what he was supposed to do with them. The guys that were supposed to be strong, tough, durable, he's got them out of there. So it's hard for me to see people, to hear yeah, people just say watch oh, he ain't the game fought boy nobody.
1: Something.
0: Right. I mean, to see he ain't fought nobody. I'm like, he's fought a lot of people, man. He, you're only saying that because the way he was able to beat them. I mean, well, yeah, that's why tomorrow. I like that
2: Gamboa fight because Gamboa was winning <laughs> the early yeah, part no, of that fight. Man, and, ben, and Gamboa, and I felt
0: he was supposed to win that fight. They they, put, they brought Crawford in. I think he in. was. He brought Crawford in to, to kind of pad him up because Crawford was on a roll and Crawford won that fight. Crawford,
2: he adjusted. And a lot mm-hmm. of guys cannot adjust. And he made no, the adjustments. And not just to like eke out a win, to dominate a win, which was oh, yeah. amazing. Oh, yeah. He's hands
0: down. He, he, he dominated that guy. No one thought he was going to do it.
1: Yeah, I, I enjoy watching Ennis too now. Uh, yeah, Ennis is good, man. Oh, man. He's, he's, he's a, good. But uh, he just, you know, Lipinets is a good fighter, but he just, you know. Just dominated him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you know, sky's the limit for that guy. So that that oh, welterweight division is just stacked, you know, including our and own Jamal James is right up there. So
0: yeah, he is. He is too. You
1: know, your he division time, is stacked. He? I
2: know, right? uh, Not <laughs> that I'm aware of. But if speaking of your division, though, if you had your pick of top ten guys that you could fight, now granted, you know, you might not think you're ready for them yet, but just in a, you know. For that title. If you're dreaming of that WBC belt, you know, uh, who would be the ultimate matchup, you know, who's out there right now? Would it be Canelo? <laughs> I think we all I think I think everybody kind of guns for the best. Just
0: just to see how they stack up. I think I, I would I'd love to share the room with Canelo. I'd love to just go to camp and be able to spar with Canelo, let alone be in there with him for a title. But if yeah. if you know what I'm saying, if and when I get that chance, oh yeah, let's do it.
2: Yeah, yeah, there's nothing great, listed man. at at the moment for uh, Jamal's next fight. Um, but I know he's working out. I see him on Instagram yeah, today yeah, in the them, speed yeah, bag and stuff.
1: So.
2: Yeah, he's training. So I didn't know if he
1: had something coming up or not. Yeah, we were, we were chatting with uh, Caleb Truax uh, fairly recently on the podcast. And mm-hmm. I think, uh, Sean, you asked him, you know, if he, this was before his fight against Caleb Plant, but if he had gotten past Plant, you know, would, would you like to fight Canelo? Was the question, and he said, "Are you kidding me? Who
2: wouldn't want to fight Canelo?" Right, right. right. I mean, like you said, you could take the short money, and doesn't matter how short it is, it's life-changing money. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly,
0: exactly, exactly. Yeah,
2: so. he's the money guy, man.
0: It, it went from it went from Floyd to, to Canelo. Yep, he's the money yeah. guy. You know, if you fight if you fight Canelo, yeah, that's change your life, money.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely absolutely so you mentioned you've been you started boxing at the age of nine um mm-hmm. did you have any any family members a uh, brother father uncles anyone else who boxed or you just kind of discovered the sport uh, on your own uh no my my dad loved boxing coming
0: up he never actually boxed himself but boxing hands down one of his favorite sports he used to watch all the time so he actually had the rocking movies when i was young man and introduced me to the Rocky movies man it was love at first sight I watched the movies probably every day I was they tell me all the time like when you were when I was two three four I'd watch the movies repeat they'd stay in they stayed in VCR and it's all I watched Rocky 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 I used to I used to we had big rugs in our living room growing up in our dining room and I'd sit there and put my little mittens on and I'd be in there and I'd fake shadow box like I was boxing somebody man I'd do that for hours so I mean, boxing's been my love since I was since as far as I can remember, man. And then uh, I think I played I played a few sports before I started boxing. I think I played flag football for uh, Jane Boyd down here in t- here in town. And they do at, at the time they were doing. I think they still do some stuff, but they did a bunch of like they did like flag football. They had t-ball and all that stuff for like younger kids. Well. My dad came. I remember dad came home one day and was like, yo, they J Boy has a boxing gym. Did you, you wanna get in? And I was like, oh yeah. And yeah. So I got, they, we went took me down to the gym, man. And we're here now.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Love boxing, man.
1: Yeah.
0: Is your mom okay with that? Oh yeah, she never had a problem with it. <laughs> she knew yeah. she knew I was she knew I was a rough kid growing up, so yeah. cool.
2: it wasn't no problem. Yeah, nice. So I see that uh, on Facebook, I was looking um, for to see if there was an Iowa Boxing Hall of Fame, and there was a, a Facebook deal on here that says that they were going to create one back in 2014, that they were in the process of drafting articles of incorporation, and that stalled out. It looks like nothing ever really happened. Do you know if uh, they're going to ever make an Iowa Boxing Hall of Fame down there, or do you know who was involved with that? Uh, I don't, actually. I really don't. I know a couple names that would be in there,
0: but I'm not sure who would you put in. Who are those? Who are those couple names? Well, you got you you got to put you know what I'm saying Michael Nunn, and you got to put Antoine Eccles in there. Both of them, And They were both two Iowa legends, man. Yeah. I mean, they both. Yep. I mean, you know what I'm saying Michael Nunn held the world title, and Antoine Eccles, I either held one or got or was you know what I'm saying a couple wins away from one. I know he fought for one for sure. Yeah. So I mean,
2: yeah, there were two two legends of Iowa. So I believe the way that the Minnesota Boxing Hall of Fame is is you have to have had like ten fights, I think, in the state or yeah. something like that. So get some Minnesota fights up at Hinkle, <laughs> 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 and we'll officially adopt you <laughs> to our Hall of Fame later so <laughs> once you once you get ten fights right. and Let retire, of course. <laughs> All
0: right, if can't get in Iowa. We're gonna have to get in somewhere. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure, man. No, that's the plan, man. I mean, uh, nothing's nothing's really set in mo- or set in stone yet, but we're trying to work through the motions,
2: and we'll be. I'm probably gonna be making the transfer here soon, man. So
0: I'm excited. Yeah, we for told that.
2: Eric we're adopting all of his fighters as uh, Minnesota, <laughs> you know, as Minnesota uh, fans here. Oh yeah, man.
0: Manager of the year.
2: <laughs> there you go. There you go. Four times in a
0: row, ain't it? Yeah, I like oh, yeah. how Eric
2: said that. How he had a lot of competition for that, right? <laughs> oh yeah, so much competition. <laughs> yeah, we love Eric on
1: this. Show. We've already had him on the show twice, so
2: he's a good, oh, good yeah, guy,
1: yeah. A smart boxing
2: guy. Oh yeah, very smart man. Yeah, he's most listened smart. to episode so far. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Wow, that's that's good man. He's he's very smart man. He's, he's, well, he's during the COVID, uh,
2: there were so many different restrictions and and factors mm-hmm. that could go into putting on a show, and I think he really broke that down in an excellent way that. You know us casual guys that just love the sport and might not have thought of. Um, yeah. So that was an excellent interview for sure. We appreciated having Eric on. You, oh, rep, yeah. oh, you yeah. know, you and all the other guys from One Two Boxing.
0: Shout out, man. It's Eric, it's One Two Boxing. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> Pretty we, strong, man.
0: We got group. We got a group, and One Two
2: Boxing stacked, man. A bunch of great. What fighters do you think there. about uh, Cruz Stewart and getting signed by that Salita's promotions? I love it, man. I love it. That's, that's big, bro. It's always been
0: love. That's man. big I time. I would yeah, I wouldn't be where I'm at. I wouldn't be in my, as far as my career as I would be without him. So, I mean, yeah, that, that was a huge. deal. It was huge for him, man. And I'm, 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 I can't wait to see him at that, go up to them higher, that higher level through the ranks. Yeah.
1: that's good to see. That's great. I was just looking at your, uh, your bio on the one, two boxing uh, website it talked about, you had 75 amateur fights, uh, USA mm-hmm. state champ 2013, 2014 regional Golden Gloves champ 2014, 2017, 2018, 2019 two-time mm-hmm. Olympic qualifying participant in USA Boxing top ten at 165 pounds. That's a pretty solid amateur resume there.
0: Yeah, man, I've been around. Yeah, I've been around
1: say. amateurs. I've been
0: around, man. I fought. I fought. I fought a lot of places, man. I've been a lot of places boxing. Just, Showed me a lot of things that I probably would have never seen in life if I didn't box. So, yeah, yeah, man, it was it was a good, good time, man. I, I I did a lot of traveling, man. A lot of them trips, man. I I had to fund myself. I didn't have funding for it. I had to you know save up money and to be able to go to those tournaments. And I'm just blessed I was able to get there.
2: Yeah, yeah. all those trips uh, you've had to other places. I was going to ask about that because you know as a pro, you fought in quite a bit. You know, in Iowa, but not exclusively. But I know Minnesota fighters, we kind of get a rep, you know, for only fighting in Minnesota. And, right, uh, right. and then when they branch out, then they get shut down, you know, or when they, hit, <laughs> they go to Chicago or New York or somewhere, and then we lose. Yeah. And um, there's tough. some truth to that. <laughs> um, That's tough. But, you know, I see that in your amateur record, uh, which is listed on BoxRec as well, I saw that you did a lot of traveling around. And then in your pro career, you know, you fought in Kansas. Um, and now in Missouri, as as well as outside of Iowa. Um, Mm -hmm. Is there any arena um, outside of Iowa that you're kind of dreaming of fighting in? Like, obviously, probably, like, Madison Square Garden would be awesome. You know, Atlantic City would be awesome. You know, Vegas, MGM Grand. You know, if you want that WBC belt, man, MGM Grand, what better place to to take it home? Or T-Mobile. It's it's probably going to be
0: T-Mobile here soon, right? (laughs)
2: There
0: you go. (laughs) (laughs) But, no, uh, yeah, man, I mean – my, I don't know, man. There's, there's so many venues now. It's like, there's so many that I'd love to be. I mean, there's stay, you have the stable center, stable center. Like you said, uh, Madison square garden. I think Madison square garden has, has the most history behind it. So I think, I think that that's where I'd like to, I'd I'd love to fight there someday, but, uh, I fought in Vegas in the amateur. So I kind of been there. I like Vegas a lot too. It's one of my favorite places to go. So, uh, yeah, man. I'd probably say Madison Square Garden is probably somewhere I'd most I'd be most excited to
1: fight. Okay. So when when did you actually turn pro? And, and to you, what was the biggest uh, adjustment going from amateur to the professional ranks?
0: So I turned pro. I signed my pro or my management contract. I want to say August of nineteen. And then I debuted November of 19.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I've been pro uh, going on two years now. This will be my second year pro. Mm-hmm. So uh, probably the biggest difference. So, I mean, in the amateurs, because of, because of when I started. So I competed in the qualifiers. And they, at the time, USA Boxing was experimenting with no headgear. So that would have been the biggest. That probably would have been the biggest thing yet yeah, but even though I mean that would, that would have been the biggest thing had I not had the opportunity to fight without a headgear in the amateurs. Mm-hmm. So I'd probably say the biggest the biggest adjustment is the pacing. It's it's a lot slower pace you new know, saying there's more rounds. I mean adjusting adjusting from the amateur style to a pro style which I'm still having trouble with. I'm still working on now is is the big would be the biggest thing for me. At the amateurs, you know, you it's it's three minutes, it's three, three minutes, and it's it's go, 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 go. Compared to in the pros, you got you, you got to slow it down and fight it, you fight at a slower tempo, you know, what I'm saying, and kind of look for openings and smaller gloves, a little bit gloves and the gloves are a little bit different. So I'd say the pace is is the biggest difference and the, and the most difficult thing to get down for me.
1: Yeah, when you're just fighting three rounds, you can't afford
2: to take any rounds off, that's for sure. Nope, thousand punches around you just gave uh, another interview recently i was watching a, a clip from it um it was a yeah. itr i think um yep. is what it was the podcast and i was just watching a little clip of it and in there you kind of told a little bit of a story that relates to exactly what you're talking about where you said you were oh, up yeah. here in minnesota sparring and uh sort of had your way going you know the first round and said you just started yeah. talking some trash and then the guy was kind of like, all right, like you, this is how it is. And then in the second round kind of took it to you and you are like, crap. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was, uh... Then you said you learned a lot, um, in that experience. Um, oh, yeah. can you, can you, I know you already, you know, not to make you repeat yourself because you oh, told yeah. that on a different podcast and I want people to go no visit problem. that podcast. Also, like I said, I believe that was ITR. Is that correct? Yes. It was ITR boxing. Yep. Um, but can you tell that, that little story real quick? that's
0: funny yeah so it was up here i think i think it was my that was my first time so that was that was around the time i i think it was right before i signed my management contract uh eric had brought down me ray sean thomas and then lewis rose in town he was working with caleb at the time and uh i think he brought us all he brought us all in and then we all met i think it's fire firehouse boxing gym or i mm-hmm. think it's the gym we were at, at sparring and uh cruz was there and all of us were there so we're all sparring and working and i I had sparred one of the amateur guys up there. I think it was Derry Jones I sparred up there. Yep. And he was really good. He was a really good amateur from uh, Minnesota. So we're up there sparring and, you know what I'm saying I, I you know, I'm saying, I were, I'm sparring with him and I'm doing great. Everything's going going smooth. I'm, I'm looking like myself. I'm in a groove. So after I do four, I did four rounds with Derry. I got out four rounds and I got in there with Rose. So Rose is the first pro, like real, like high level pro I ever sparred with. Like he was 16 and three at the time. I think he's. Yeah, I think he was 16-3 at the time. So, I get in there with him, and I'm like, I'm I'm kind of like, got got a little butterflies because it's the first time sparring sparring a high level pro like this. So, I'm in there, you know, I'm like, cool. Well, I'm gonna do what I always do, I'm just go in there. I'm I'm a, I'm gonna I'm show up. So, I get in there, first round goes. I'm, I'm I'm landing, I'm having some success. I'm like, oh man, this 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 is it. Okay, well, I'm in there going, and you know, say I'm touching them and. I'm talking a little trash in between there. He's touching me back. He's like, the bell rings. He's like, oh, so we talking? Okay, all right. Wait till next round. Sure enough, second bell rings. and come out instantly. Touch, touch, touch. and just just openings that I just didn't – I never would have known. I couldn't – it didn't matter how many times he went to the same spot, I couldn't stop it, couldn't block it. It was just his timing, his pace. It was like he spent the first round just kind of seeing, seeing what I was doing and the little mistakes I was making and then just took advantage of everything. So yeah man that was that was a different experience very good learning experience for me for the pros, yeah, there's
1: uh you can always learn something in that ring, right always, you always,
0: always I always tell the young guy I always tell the younger guys in my gym that I'm like, man, it don't matter if you're sparring against a guy who is new to it or a guy who's super experienced, you can always learn something. you can always work on something, you can always get better at something,
1: absolutely. I notice on your wall you've got a framed picture there of a couple of guys boxing. Who? What's, uh, what's the story there?
2: Ooh. So uh, Margarito and Mosley. That's what that looks like. Oh, Margarito. That-, that looks like Sugar Shane Mosley's scrawl on there. Is that right? Yep. Wow. That was Fine, a great dude. fight. I was so happy to Very see true. him tune up Margarito. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: at the time. Yeah, man, uh, yeah, great fight. Actually, I got this. So when I won the Golden Gloves, so when I won the State Golden Gloves, uh, in 2017, my old, uh, old boss of mine I used to, so I used to detail cars. Well, he's a big, he's a real big card collector. He collects baseball, basketball cards and all that. Well, when he collects, when he's doing like deals with selling, selling and buying cards, sometimes he gets like posters and pictures like that within the deals. So he told me he had got a picture, a boxing picture that he wanted to give to me and that, that ended up being the picture. So he ended up giving it to me, man. Pretty cool, man. That's cool.
2: That's yeah, it was really cool, man. That's, yeah, that I was the, the controversial like fight for sure. To say it, to say it very, mildly, Nassim very. Richardson catching the uh, the plaster of Paris being yep. applied and all that. Yeah, man, that
0: turned that turned uh, to a totally different fighter after that.
1: I remember. Yeah, I'll uh, never
0: forget
2: that.
1: I remember Aaron Pryor fighting uh, Alexis Arguello, and uh, who was the one of who- uh, Prior strangers and give them the bottle, you know the special one that I prepared. Yeah,
2: <laughs> the one that I mixed, right? All right, any any, any advantage you can get, you can get away with it.
1: <laughs> I love both of those guys. Great fighters. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah,
0: very good. Aaron Pryor's really good.
1: Yeah.
2: All right. Do you have anything else, Sean? Well, I could talk boxing forever. Um, oh, so, but, I mean, the biggest thing is, you know, uh, about your next fight, we want to make sure everyone knows, and we t- already said it multiple times, but just once more for those of you uh, maybe who didn't hear it, right? You're fighting in Davenport, opponents to be announced, June 19th. There's going to be fans allowed, so maybe yeah, we'll have is. to make the caravan trip down. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know what day oh, of the yeah. week that is, but if it's a Saturday, maybe. It's a Saturday. <laughs> for sure. It's a Saturday. It's a Saturday. Sure Saturday. There you yeah. go. Yep. That'd be a fun trip for sure. Maybe we'll talk to Eric. I'd love to have you down here, man. Go down there and maybe do some fun, uh, some fun stuff for the podcast down there at the fight. Oh yeah. That'd be really cool. Really cool. That'd be a blast. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Well, thanks, man. Uh, We're looking forward to seeing you fight.
0: Oh yeah, man. Thanks for having me. I'm glad, glad I was able to
2: be on. Yeah, thanks,
1: and uh, we'll we'll see. Uh, hopefully, if we can't make it down there in person, that'll that fight will be streamed or something. So, yeah, um, stream. yeah. So I'm sure you, Eric, or someone will share that on social media if that's available. Uh, but, um, it'll be on there. Yeah. So I've been I, driving I a lot
2: it. lately. I'm not opposed to driving down there.
0: I'll <laughs>
1: <Yeah.
2: laughs> well, well, let you know when I'm tickets
0: come it. on sale, then.
2: <laughs> yeah, if your wife lets you escape, tell her I'll drive you down there.
1: <laughs> yeah there we go there we go yeah it sounds good we oh, hope to yeah. we'll be up here in minneapolis sometime too and uh that that'd be great oh yeah hope to be up there soon man yeah all right thanks tony thanks again for being with us and uh, good luck to you it's been great chatting Thank with you him.
0: appreciate it all have right. a good night you too
1: take care <laughs>